think I wear it on my chest lately. Sometimes I wish it was in front of me. Wearing armor for a dress, try to give my head a rest, but it always gets the best of me. As we have Nadia coming in, we just heard her song, Anxiety. And uh, for more information, go ahead and uh, log on to the show notes. And uh, there I'll have links to her Instagram, Facebook, her SoundCloud, and of course her website. Um, as we get her ready, we are going to play the song that I'm absolutely in love with. Uh, this is Never Leave the Basement. I'm actually going to have the video on the show notes because you got to check out this video i know we're going to be talking about it it's super cool super fun and uh just like the song so here's never leave the basement and when we come back we're gonna have more of my guest nadia right here on what the music advertisement scroll 
same thing every single week. Trying to do new shit, same old me. Coffee in a shower, sitting in my towel. Hey, always wake up in these old sheets. Thread count must be seventeen. Scroll for an hour, sunny but I'm doubtful. Hey, same day, different week. I'm always trying to do new things. I still dress the way I do. Comfy with the side of nothing new. Advertising scroll like payments. Max is not like credit cards, don't pay them. Everything is fine. I love myself online. I never have to leave the basement. Get home and toss my shoes right off. Try and put my phone down, news won't stop. Taking off my makeup, stage my place and stay up. Hey. Myself a glass of wine Talk in the mirror like everything's fine Tell me where the time's gone Tell me where I went wrong Hey Same day, different week I'm always trying to do new things I still dress the way I do Welcome into what the music. I am uh, extremely excited uh, for my next guest. And of course, we just heard her song, Never Leave the Basement, in which when I heard this song, I was completely enthralled. Absolutely loved it. How to get you on the show. Uh, welcome, Nadia. Now, Nadia, I- I'm going to try to play a new game, okay, with you. And it's mm-hmm. called... I'm gonna mispronounce your last name. All right, it's the oh. it's the game that's that's catching on uh, <laughs> the entire world, um, and it's Nadia Valle. Am I close? It's a very fancy attempt. I like the inflection. <laughs> um, it's actually it, it's Vea. Vea, got it, got it. <laughs> Uh, but, but I like that. It's like it sounds very French. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. You you yourself um, are a bit exotic as well. Um, you come from Atlanta, <laughs> right? 
I am half Lebanese, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I grew up in the South. Good old Southern girl. Um, <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah. Um, tell me, tell me about that experience real quick. I love being from Georgia and from Atlanta. Well, it has, it has its pitfalls, like any where you might live. Um, uh, just, you know, I think it definitely made a positive impact on my sonic sensibilities and, um, I'm very hospitable. <laughs> I'm the hostess with the mostest because of that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, lo- I love my, um, I'll always rep my hometown. My right. city. I actually am responsible for all your views on YouTube for Never Leave the Basement. Okay. I kept on. Thank you. Yeah, that was such a treat, that video. And I'm going to put that into the show notes so people can see this video. The song is super fun, and uh, the video is super cute. And uh, tying all those together is making for such a calling card uh, for yourself. Of course, the the one thing that I, I wanted to talk to you about is this concept of Music being fun, but yet having that underlining meaning, you know? Um, anytime I hear a song and it's super fun, I always think the opposite. I'm like, okay, there is something not going on that I'm completely missing because you're, you're kind of flipping the script and being a magician, you know, uh, about that. Tell me about that concept. I really do love playing with duality in my music. And I think that that's one of the most interesting parts of life is, you know, that we have good and we have evil and we have happy. We have, you know, the, the, the two sides of everything, of every coin. And, um, when looking at 2020, for example, there's so much, you know, tragedy, tragedy out of that year. So many, you know, horrible things that we've all, all had to go through as a result of the pandemic. But there's also, I think the other side to it where, we've maybe become more keen to th- certain things that we were not aware of or didn't really care about or didn't slow down enough to care about. And um, for me, 2020 was a very massive year of rapid healing of old wounds and also healing the grieving, you know, grieving the life that I had before 2020 and all this stuff. So um, that's kind of why I, I wanted to make something that was very upbeat, like you could just like dance to and have fun, but also like there is like something deeper, darker going on under, underneath the surface to that fun beat. So yeah, and you truly captured that in not only the song, but of course in the music video. Um, something that I just completely laughed at in that was, and of course I'm sure you're getting this a lot, that ringing, the, that light ring gag <laughs> that you put. <laughs> And I just, I couldn't stop laughing at that. Um, but did that really happen? Because sometimes a lot of, of times somebody puts something in a music video or whether it's something on TV, nine times out of ten, that actually really happened. And they just like, oh, let's put this. This will be funny. Did that actually happen to you? That was me all 2020 trying to do live streams. <laughs> <laughs> like just frustrated at equipment, just cursing in my living room. Like what the, uh, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so endearing. and so funny. Oh my God. It was, it was, I, I, I loved it. it 
it was great. So, um, uh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, and and tell me about the team that you worked with uh, on this uh, particular music video. I noticed that um, you did this shoot in 21 hours. That is for what you guys did. That easily should have been a week shoot, you know. <laughs> and to try to cram was, all that in, it was crazy. So the team that I worked with could not have been more perfect. Like we could not have survived without one person, you know, like it was exactly as it needed to be. And, uh, yeah, it was a week long shoot packed into this 21 hours because we moved essentially two apartments into an empty vacated house in Beverly Hills, uh, that I think, you know, was legitimately built in the sixties and maybe hadn't even been open for like 30 years. Um, <laughs> And it was freezing. It was probably the coldest day Beverly Hills has seen in eons. And uh, it was raining. We had no running water. So we had a porter potty out front that we all had to like run to while it was raining. And everyone kept an amazing attitude. Like everyone was just there to make great art. And it was, I, and that's why the video turned out energetically as, you know, awesome as it did because every single person's spirit was there to make something impactful. This song, you know, in my brain is wildly popular. You know, um, I heard it and I was, you know, again, you know, like at the beginning, I was like, I was like, who is this person? I went, I checked out your SoundCloud and I noticed just all the music that you had published um, th throughout your life. And I kept on hitting, you know, play and play and saying, oh, my God, this is a great song. This is a great song. This is a great song. But it, it feels more like Never Leave the Basement is going to be the tune that actually helps propel you over that hurdle. This is going to sound like such a strange question, but how are you dealing with that? Because like, like for myself, you know, and my show. You know, it gets some views and it gets some likes, you know, and, you know, for the most part, I tell people my show is, is, you know, basically for artists like, you know, like the avid viewer is not going to, you know, find my show entertaining. I hope they do, but, you know, it's really, I get a lot of musicians that really enjoy the show and, and more feedback from them. And, you know, and I always wonder if that was ever to make that hurdle and leap into you know, super success. I, because I, I consider myself very successful, but as far as like hitting the mainstream, I personally wouldn't know how to deal with that because I'm, I'm so used to being kind of this obscure uh, figure in people's lives. How are you dealing with that? Had I not had 2020 to really find myself, like I, I feel like this song, writing this song, and writing the songs that are coming out in the next several months through the rest of this year. I've been able to like really get comfortable in who I am in the sense that I think being open to like going from being open to this group of people and going you know to, to going to being open to this group of people feels less daunting, I guess, for me. Um, I think like had it had I popped off with one of my earlier songs, I would have not been ready. I was completely trying to, I was on a still on this massive journey of self-discovery and it's continuous, ever continuous. But, um, I feel like I'm finally ready to also be more vulnerable and less, I, I feel like in my earlier songs, I'm, I'm hiding behind metaphor instead of like just living 
You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain. Um, it, that's another song. But, um, yeah, I, I feel, I, you know, I'm getting nervous talking about it. So I don't even know if I am ready. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, speaking of, you know, expanding your, your circles, you're subleasing your LA uh, apartment. And A, did you find somebody? Cause I'm looking for a place. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and yes, I actually I found this really cool psychic chick that lives in my place now. That's great. Did she give you a free reading? She's like, I'll throw in a free reading. You know, she too. actually sent me a text that I really needed to read the other day, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm so glad that you're in my apartment right now. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. That's great. Now, what you're doing is uh, you are going to be traveling to the UK and touring. And uh, just touring in general, that is going to be the most interesting part, I believe, because not only are you coming off of 2020, but everybody's been inside. Nobody's really seen live music. So your uh, space capacity is going to be even more in my my analytical brain because everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, of course I'll go see her. I haven't been out in like forever. So you should be packing them in. in theory, uh, tell me about um, playing live. It's going to be your. It's really everybody's first time playing live, and I know that sounds crazy because everyone did. But after such a long break, you know, I truly feel that it's going to be a brand new uh, kind of um, sensation all over again. Oh yeah, I am so excited and ready to get back to live. I've been doing like small acoustic things outside, uh, you know, over the last couple months, but. I'm so ready to be live full band. Are you in LA? Yes, I am. Is that what I understood? Okay. So I do have a show, LA listeners and you, uh, July 9th at the Mint, live with full band. We're going to be rocking out. And I'm just so excited to really get back to, I, I feel like live shows are going to have a whole different energy. Like, because all these pent up, you know, performers are going to just rawr, like lie and, Lion face the whole thing, so very, very excited. And the Mint is such a, a a perfect venue, you know, not only because there's tons of free parking, which is you know uh, such a commodity, especially in LA, but uh, it's a cool venue, enough space. They have two or three bartenders working the bar, um, so yeah, so uh, it's going to be a, a great. When is that again? July 9th. Uh, there will be there will be Saturday shows. There will be Sunday shows. There will be shows on all the days because right. I'm getting out of my basement. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. Well, uh, I, I'll be sure to uh, check up with you, and uh, of course, you know, I assume that everyone should go to my show notes because there we're gonna have um, links to your Instagram, your Facebook, your SoundCloud. Uh, your Twitter and of course your website and your TikTok, which I've been checking out as well. And, um, you actually kept something from the music video, which was that huge sloth, right? And, yeah. and he's been popping up all over your TikTok. Um, w- was this a prop that you just took home or what, what's the story of this sloth? So slothy entered my life actually around the holidays, you know, uh, what is it? What do they call it? Latching season? 
<laughs> like when you, when you start date, like when people start like romancing and dating. So Sloppy um, and I got together around the holidays, and he, he was my little holiday boo thing, and <laughs> he actually um, was part of my ho- uh, Christmas cards promotions, and then I just decided to keep him. And I think he's just going to show up like cameo all my videos. <laughs> he's just like lurking in the background. <laughs> he should. I'm just, I'm Six just, foot yeah, I'm like, this is the biggest sloth I've ever seen. This is insane. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, w- moving on, we are going to uh, finally hear one last song, and that is going to be Spellbinding. Um, I heard the remix of the song. And th- this is going to be very controversial, but I liked it more than the original. Wow. It was super. Momo's going to love to hear that. Yeah, it was super upbeat. And I was just like, man, I could see, you know, the clubs playing this. Um, tell me about when you heard the remix, because that's a scary thing for an artist to give their um, music over to somebody and them take it on a completely different direction. Yeah, um, honestly, I, I really trust Momo. Momo's a good friend of mine, and we, we did a remix before uh, in 2020 as well for my song Anxiety, which you should definitely check out too. But um, she's got a great ear and great you know style as a DJ, and uh, I knew she would take it to a great place, and she rocked it. It's really dancey and fun. <laughs> Su- super dancey and fun. Um, truly enjoy it. However, uh, the original that we're going to play, I love what you're doing. Um, the proceeds uh, from the song is going to go to Peace Over Violence. And I like how musicians sometimes attach themselves to uh, notable causes such as this one. What made you gravitate towards this cause and why the decision to help this cause? So Peace Over Violence is a charity local based here in L.A., and I actually got to tour their facilities back in 2019 when I partnered my other song, Boomerang, with them. And nicest people, the work that, you know, that everyone's really passionate about what they're doing. And they really do make a difference in the community here, helping people get out of, you know, tumultuous situations that they, you know, that aren't easy to get out of. And um, both songs were kind of inspired from a place of being in an abusive relationship and not really knowing where to go or to turn because it's like very push pull and you get wrapped back in and um, just the cause spoke to me for, for, from a personal standpoint. And um, my press lady actually works directly with them as well. So um, love what they're doing and really happy that uh, I can help with my songs shine some light on what they're doing. Yeah. That's very cool of you. Uh, extremely cool. So, uh, make sure to, uh, go check that out. Um, can't wait. And, and thank you for, for doing that. And, uh, just, that's cool. I'm like, <laughs> just, that's cool. That's, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thanks. You're cool for shining light on indie artists. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, like, like, you know, I do this show, um, because people have always said that I've always had an ear for music and, you know, every artist needs a platform, you know, and, um, you know, we all need to help everybody expose everybody because one of the things that I hate when people talk to me is they say they're like, there's no good music out there. 
And I, I tell them, you're just not looking hard enough. You know what I mean? That That's why I created this show, to um, you know help people. Like, okay, you say there's no good music. I'm going to introduce you to all these great artists and you know you you can't have that excuse anymore so um that's why i created this you know and 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 i'm not going to lie i mean i love talking to artists too you know so it's a, it's a little bit of a full circle for me uh stuff that i really am interested in and i kind of enjoy the unveil of kind of the process of being an artist you were kind of a late bloomer though right yes so I went on a lot of misadventures uh, after I had like a, I wouldn't even call them misadventures anymore. I like my journey. It's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I lost my mom when I was 17 to suicide and that kind of derailed me mentally, understandably. And I went off partying and, you know, not really embracing my full potential because I was hurting. And um, I was working in music. I had a band, you know, prior to that. Uh, in high school and my mom was always very supportive. So I think when I hit that crossroads, I was like, Oh, fuck music. Fuck everything. I'm oh, sorry. Can I curse on here? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> fuck everything. Um, <laughs> and so I, um, you know, just couldn't, couldn't face the music per se. So I, one day I, I, I woke up and I realized how unhappy I was and I had been going through life for so long on autopilot. And I quit everything. I was in this abusive relationship and, uh, I was in school and I was working in fashion and I was just like, no more. I'm done. I'm so unhappy. Uh, and I quit everything. And I literally, I think the next day ended up joining the circus on accident. The real circus? The, the real circus. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, basically I was moving out of my building and I needed a couple laundry detergent because where I was going was like a definite downgrade. I was like, not going to like, it was going to be very different lifestyle. I was like, I should probably do some laundry. So I went down to the only neighbor I had seen in the building, like I had really spoken to. And he was very quirky guy with like handlebar mustache, had some like pen stripes going on, you know? Um, and I was like, hi, could I borrow a cup of soap slash have a cup of soap? And he was like, why, of course. And I saw this like circus gear behind him. And I was like, well, I knew you were weird and quirky, but what is this? And he's like, oh, I, I run a local circus. And I was like, that's amazing. I've always wanted to join the circus. And it was in that moment that my brain did like a little flip, <laughs> like a little tumbler. And uh, he was like, well, why don't you? Why? What's stopping you? And I was like, well, shit, only my damn self. Um, and I started training with them having no natural agility, you know, <laughs> like yeah. not really cut out for that kind of thing. So I started singing in their productions and that brought back my love and passion for singing. And then in turn, uh, one of the instrumentalists actually is a phenomenal songwriter and he invited me to start coming to write songs with him. And he went to Berkeley school of music and really helped me sharpen my storytelling abilities. And, uh, that's how I kind of got back into the swing of, of things. <laughs> and, that's great. um, now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So. That, you know what? Cause I was a little worried about you 
traveling, you know, all around, you know, in your car. But I guess it makes sense now because, I mean, you kind of got a little taste of that lifestyle in the circus. So you, you, you must enjoy that, that aspect, that adventure, that Jack Kerouac ass kind of life. Oh yeah. I'm definitely a wanderlust. I, when I think back to the times I was most happy, it's when I kind of am not really tethered to anything and I'm just like floating around. Um, I, uh, I love to travel. I love to experience things, try new things and, um, take risks. And I think for so long, I just kind of like lived in fear too. So like it's me making up for all those years of just like not taking risks. So, you you know, a lot of people, you know, say, you know, they look back in their life and say, Oh, I wish I could have, would have, you know, should have. But in, in my life, I always say, well, those were just workups, you know, for me, a lot of things are workups. Like doing this show for a while, it was only audio. And I personally had to be comfortable because everyone's like, you're missing, you're missing so many other views. You're missing all this other stuff, which is being tethered to, to just doing audio. And it took me a long time to get comfortable with actually being in front of a camera and, and, you know, cause I have copious notes like everywhere and just trying to organize those notes so that I can do a show and look like I'm doing a show without you know, looking like I'm doing a show in, in, in a sense. So I, I totally get what you mean. And, um, you know, as long as we always look at things as, as these are just these trials and tribulations that we had to get to, um, I never see bad in things. Uh, I guess, of course, like there, there's the natural bad in things, you know what I mean? But not the, you know, learning experiences, uh, that we go through in life. So I'm super glad for you and, and, and happy. Um, do you think that your sensitivity um, to the world around you is like a superpower? I would definitely say that. I think um, having gone through some of the things that I went through hardened me for a while and I had to go into the shell. I resonate with the enter <laughs> the, the shell, shell. <laughs> mentality, but through that, I was able to become stronger and, but, but be able to exist outside of the shell and still feel without letting it overtake me. I still have days where I feel like 17 different emotions and I get nothing done because it's like I'm in overwhelm. But I think because I have that ability, uh, I'm able to articulate things in my music that maybe people can't find the words for. And maybe my songs can help them through the things that they can't put words to. So, yeah, that's what I'm here to do on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing it and you're doing it well. And of course, you're going to be touring, I guess, the UK. Is that still a go? I, I know there's a lot of um, things right now happening with COVID still kind of resonating uh, kind of out there. Um, is that still happening? So... Fingers crossed. It will definitely not be until fall, like September. Uh, it just kind of depends on what goes on with pandemic. I, I know that UK is having some issues with the whole, you know, craziness going on in India and their numbers. So we'll just have to see. Definitely, definitely happening next year, if not this year. And in the meantime, I'll just be wandering around the, the U.S. <laughs> 
That's <laughs> you must have a lot of friends because if for you to like crash at like any place, you know, you you can't just do that at uh, at a rando's house. You know, you you must have a lot of friends that are supporting you through this. Yes. So thankfully, a lot of my friends from Atlanta have dispersed, and then I have friends, you know, from Colorado that have dispersed. Um, uh, so it's kind of a lucky situation in, in that sense. And then, um, uh, in LA, I'm just kind of hopping around too. So, yeah. you know, just, and then my Corolla, my old, I like, shout out to Toyota, <laughs> um, for, uh, everything. So, and th- that's actually foreshadowing just so you know, uh, I have a, uh, something in the works. All right. Mm-hmm. A Toyota commercial, maybe. I don't know. That'd be cool. And then, Toyota. <laughs> Toyota is going to be play, is playing a big part in this year oh. and it has in my life, actually. So that's great. Well, <laughs> you, you know, you know what? We can get super famous and are, are a, a walking billionaire because I know you're going to have your own fashion line. Even though I didn't, we didn't discuss, but I'll discuss this real quick. Your fashion is on point. Like, I don't know if you picked all the outfits because I saw your spellbinding. I saw the anxiety and I saw. Um, uh, never leave the basement and, you know, then like looking at your Instagrams and stuff like that, your, your fashion, you know, when you said that you did fashion, I was like, you know what? That kind of makes sense. Cause you, you're always dressing like super fashionable and cool. Thank you. Um, for this last project for never leave the basement, I have to give credit to Lonnie Rosalt cause she put together all those decade looks. I think with all the preparation that went into that video, I could have not done it alone. So thank you to that queen for helping me. Um, but I do love fashion. I do love clothes. And I definitely am going to have a clothing line at some point. <laughs> That's cool. You yeah. know what? Yeah. And you kind of do because I saw that you're doing something, uh, again, very unique. Uh, you have a denim hoodie. And I've never seen that before. I've only seen denim jackets, but you're doing your own denim hoodie line. Tell me about uh, the choice for that. So, uh, again, that was actually, a coll- that's a collab with Lonnie. Um, we found these denim pieces and I had this vision of a patch for whether it was denim or some sort of camo thing. Um, and the patch says bank of what the fuck. <laughs> Cause if you listen to the yeah. song, which you have, <laughs> um, you know, it's a, a little bit about frustration with, um, credit cards and you know lots of systematic things yeah. um but we won't get too deep into that the lyrics speak for themselves so uh basically we i, I designed this patch and uh we put it on these denim pieces and then from there we like put the font for never leave the basement and then we found these patches with a girl crying with money in her hands and like all these different fun patches and it just seemed like the perfect call to do the denim so yeah, it was custom jackets. If you want one, hit me up. Yeah, they're 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 super cool. I saw your little ad that you put. Uh, I think it was on Facebook for it, and you're like crying with like real hundreds. I was like, I was like, okay, one hundred, two hundred bucks. Okay, I can see. But you had like like I want to see like twelve thousand dollars like in hundreds on you. It was a lot of hundreds, and those none of those hundreds are mine. Lies, lies. Those no. those your rent. No. I- <laughs> I, I wish um, those were on loan, thanks to my dear friend who took the photos. I, I, I was like, as he was taking the photos, I was like, I was like, do you have any hundreds on you? Like, do you even just like a hundred dollar bill? And he like pulled out a wad of hundreds, and I was like, perfect. 
<laughs> Who carries that much money on them? <laughs> I carry oh, like eight dollars. Okay. <laughs> I just learned something new about you. <laughs> Are you in a side business that yeah. I didn't know about, man? No judgment. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but if a hundred dollars, you know, falls out, I'm sure you're not gonna notice, right? <laughs> so crazy, but I had to put a disclaimer on there. I saw uh, that. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> yeah. I've recently had like people from like 2006 hit me up like, Hey, can you pay this bill? And I'm like, I'm like, just because I have good music does not mean I can pay your bills. But <laughs> thank you <laughs> for the compliment. <laughs> I guess you think I'm really successful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you do have good music and I'm sure it's going to pay your bills, uh, very soon. So I'm very excited to have met you. Thank you so much, Nadia. And, uh, thank you thank for, you. yeah, thank you for agreeing to do the show. Truly, truly appreciate it. And, um, uh, I look forward to, um, watching your career, uh, blossom, uh, as they would say. So, uh, thanks again. And, uh, for more information, please log on to entertheshell.com for the show notes. I'll have the Instagram, the Facebook, the SoundCloud. Check out her SoundCloud because she has such a treasure trove of jewels in there. Um, a thousand cuts was, I, I think, my personal favorite. I was, I forgot who I was talking to. It was, I think, like your your manager or your. I don't know if it was your manager or your publicist, but you know, I was like hinting, like, send me that song, you know. And uh, but they're like, oh no, no, play these three songs. I'm like, all right, all right, all right cool, you know. But uh, a thousand cuts was kind of the one that I really got gravitated towards. Uh, very, very cool song. So uh, make sure to go check out her SoundCloud and. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure you're on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere you can stream music. Yeah. Make sure to go check her out and her Twitter, and of course, check out her TikTok. The, the, those TikToks are uh, talkable. You know what I mean? They're very fun. So uh, I'll have all the links on the show notes. And um, the last song we were going to leave with is going to be Spellbinding. So make sure to go. Check that out, and um, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of What the Music, and we are out of here. Later. Thank you. I hide in the dark, always scared of playing with fire, but something about you's lighting me up, match of desire. You're like some kind of weird magic, but I'm not mad at Feels very dramatic How you pull me close Your love is spellbinding Falling in slow motion
I wanted to ask you, where did you get the name DJ Turtle? Okay. Um, uh, I'll I'll give you the long story, you know, but it, it's uh, I'll give you I'll give you the 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 quick highlights that'll get you to the long story. So uh, in high school, I ran track, and um, every time I ran, a buddy of mine would say, "Man, every time I see you run track, it always reminds you of the that tortoise from Tortoise and the Hare." You know, he's like, "I always hear that dun 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 dun," because he's like, "You run so slow," you know. And, um, and I was like, all right, cool. So one day we were doing, I was part of, um, the ASB, the Associated Student Body, and we were trying to put on a, a fundraiser and we didn't have a DJ. And I was like, oh, I have a CD player in my car. And they hooked it up. And then I always had music on me and I had, I traveled with that, you know, those, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know how old you are, but, uh, they, they were like these binders. That would house CDs, you know, and I had like one case of like a hundred, you know, and oh yeah, I existed in that time. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I went and you know, I I got all the all my music, and you know, I just played my CDs, and uh, you know, before you before you walk in, you needed to get a stamp. So on the stamp, they just wrote DJ Turtle, and I was just like, oh, that's you know, because he was the guy running the. The, the stamp check and he's like, Oh yeah, you're, he's like, you have all this music. Boom. DJ turtle. And I'm like, all right, let's, you know, let's do it. I love it. Yeah. But it's very soon. I like it. Yeah. But since I've kind of cut it just to turtle, you know what I mean? But some, but all, a lot of the older, you know, crowd knows me as DJ turtle. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm both, you know, I'm, they're the same person. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. you, you know, it's just kind of DJ Turtle is like a long, I don't know, my brain, I'm like, that's just a long name to say now. So I'm like, just call me Turtle. Or, or now I go by T. I'm like, just, or just T, you know what I mean? On my emails. It's going to get shorter and shorter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, thank you. This is, by the way, this is the, the, I've started doing this because like after the show, I started doing these little bonus like tracks and this is a this is going to be a bonus interview uh for the for the audio listeners you know because oh, awesome. yeah Great. so that I, I no one's ever known that story until you've asked so um i was like oh yeah that's cool so thank you for that appreciate it of course yeah i i had to so I, you know you said something about you like to stay in your basement and uh i you know i'm definitely a homebody that's where i do my best yeah. creating is when i'm like in my turtle shell yeah. chilling so <laughs> I was like, hmm, but very cool. I like that story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, thanks again for checking out uh, Nadia. Truly, truly appreciate it. And uh, if you truly appreciate me, log on to entertheshell.com. There I have a plethora of streaming partners right there. And uh, you could just go ahead and click that subscribe button and uh, never miss a show. I am on YouTube as well. So make sure to uh, check me out there where you can actually see all the interviews that I have with the artists. Truly, truly uh, a fun experience. And if you want to contact me, there is a contact button right there on entertheshell.com. And if you want to uh, submit your music or you just want to get to know me, go ahead and uh, do that as well. There is a donation button as well. 
And uh, I do this out of the love of music and out of the love of artistry. But, hey, server space, ladies and gentlemen, it costs money. And um, I am totally down to foot the bill. But uh, I believe the Beatles said it best, which is we get by with a little bit of help from our friends. And uh, if you want to throw a few fazools my way, you know, I'm not going to say no. And uh, I'm going to thank you for it. And uh, any little bit helps. And if you don't have money, that's cool, too. What you could do instead is you can share the link to the show. Would really appreciate it. Let people know kind of what we're doing here at EnterTheShell.com. 